0: Welcome to the Lake Show Life Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Jason Reed. Welcome back to an episode of the Lake Show Life Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jason Reed, the acting side expert over at lakeshowlife.com, part of the Fan Sided Podcasting Network. Today is Monday. March 22nd 2021 and it's a little bit of a somber episode LeBron James injured Iron Man himself the guy who never gets hurt the guy who spends a million dollars or was it million plus on his body alone staying healthy staying fit gets hurt and of course it happens in the most absurdly random I mean these kind of things could happen in any NBA game let's be honest but just a total freak accident Solomon Hill rolling his ankle high ankle sprain Um, it sucks. It sucks. And I hate to start the podcast off on a somber note, but that's really the big news here. Um, I'm recording this Sunday night. The Lakers game is actually going on right now against the Phoenix Suns. Um, I have it on on TV over here off to the side and I might get distracted throughout the podcast. It's currently twenty three seventeen. If you just want to look into, um, you know, where I'm at with the time of recording this, uh, I have been a while away for a while now. So I've been thinking is I've been doing podcast episodes once a week. And, you know, so March 16th was the last podcast episode. That was Tuesday. This is Sunday. So I guess uh, the mon- episode's coming out Monday. So I, it's not too terrible, but I am doing once a week. It's, it's not the greatest. I need to be more consistent. That's completely on me. Um, if you guys have any podcast ideas, let me know because it, it is – I don't want to do straight game recaps because I, I, I want to be fun. I want to be interesting. You know, two episodes ago we talked about Blake Griffin. Um, you know, episode for that, talked about Damon Jones' future with the team last episode talked about Stephen Curry potentially signing with the Lakers, you know, cause that kind of got some buzz this episode talking about LeBron's injury. I don't want to do just straight game recaps. I don't want to be that kind of podcast. So if you guys have any ideas, let me know any content ideas, anything, let me know, leave me, a, leave us a review over at, um, Apple podcasts, Uh five-star review, of course. But if you want to give me four or three stars, I understand, but please five, um, <laughs> let me know any feedback, you know, let me know on Twitter at each your uh, at the Lake show life. Um, let me know on the website. You could, in the comments down below on the articles just let 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 me know if there's anything you guys want to see i definitely want to expand it and part of that is getting guests um not gonna lie to you guys i've been getting ghosted a little bit been reaching out to some people that uh expressed interest on being on the pod and just getting ghosted i I don't know what it is i guess i'm just people don't want to talk to me but i'm getting ghosted um uh, we'll be back at you sometime this week i gotta look at my schedule gotta iron it out and i will get someone on hopefully um, maybe, maybe the Sixers sense guys could come onto our pod since I did an appearance for them back when we played, when the Lakers played the Sixers the first time Lakers play the Sixers on Thursday. Maybe that's something we could do back to LeBron, LeBron James. So obviously he's been keeping the Lakers afloat with Anthony Davis out. Who's missed most of the season. He is the MVP front runner. I, to some people, I never really bought into the LeBron as MVP thing. Quite frankly, I think LeBron's been great and he should definitely be in the conversation. I always thought Embiid was You know, way ahead of him, honestly. Um, And Nikola Jokic, I think, is ahead of him as well. I think what he's doing is fantastic, but I I just don't see the MVP case unless it's he didn't get it last year, so let's give it to him this year. Which it's narrative based. I mean, the voters themselves have said that admitted it's narrative based that they're a narrative based voter. So he might have been on his way, especially with Embiid's injury, to getting the MVP award with him missing, you know, with a high ankle sprain. Probably six plus weeks. Uh, typical return time for this kind of injury recovery time is six weeks. Uh, could be up to as much as three months. So you're looking at a month and a half to three months. Could be a little longer, obviously, with some setbacks. Knowing LeBron and how much, you know, effort he puts into his body, probably six weeks. I wouldn't be surprised even if LeBron himself is ready a little bit before that six-week mark, but, you know, the Lakers have to be cautious. They can't rush him back in any way, shape, or form. So it's we're probably looking at around six weeks with him missing that much time. There's just no way he wins the award. I think it's probably Jokic at this point. I, I don't see who else it could be. I mean, maybe Luka makes a run. I mean, he was the, the preseason favorite. It's kind of ironic. And then he kind of started cold. He went way down the odds and whatnot. No one's thinking about it. And now with people getting hurt, maybe Luka goes on a crazy run and wins the MVP award. Um, he's ironically the sleeper for the award, despite being such a consensus favorite before the year. Maybe it'll be Giannis. <laughs> maybe. I know James Harden's getting some buzz. Who knows? That's a whole different conversation. As far as the injury is concerned. It's obviously not good LeBron James being her uh the best player on the team even more so with Anthony Davis out but it's it's a really big deal. Normally I would come on here and I would tell you guys it's the regular season wins and losses don't matter. The only thing that matters is getting into the playoffs healthy and you know then because once when they're at full strength and they're healthy the Lakers are really hard to beat and that's all the Lakers all like the, the goal was to get into the playoffs healthy. Obviously, they're not healthy right now, but things will hopefully change before then. Um, but this is a little different because looking at the Western Conference standings, who the Lakers play, and this is a long time for LeBron to miss. And Anthony Davis is also out. I do expect both of them to return um, for the playoffs. I mean, I think we should as long as there's no major setbacks. Um, but it, it's a big deal. We're going to see the Lakers fall down, down the standings. Um I really think we are. I love the depth on this team. Everyone does, but they're a, a captain with no sh- uh, a ship with no captain. Who's captaining this team? Kyle Kuzma, Dennis Schroeder. I love these guys. Don't get me wrong. I really like um, Schroeder. Kuzma has really turned it around this year, and I will eat crow on him if he continues to do so. But they're not your typical leaders. I mean, think about it. Kuzma a guy who Laker fans have been wanting to trade for two years. Um, And he's young. He's not. This is obviously an opportunity for him, but there's a good chance he fails in an opportunity. Dennis Schroeder's great off of LeBron, and his importance to this team is felt. But being kind of the guy to steer the ship, you know, he's obviously much better than Rajon Rondo at this point in Rondo's career, but Rondo would be better suited just to be like that kind of captain. Obviously, LeBron's still traveling with the team and whatnot, and so that's going to help. But on court stuff, Schroeder has an on court impact, but he was a guy who bounced around the Hawks, the Thunder, the Lakers. I just. I don't see him being that kind of the captain of the ship while LeBron's out. KCP's the longest tenured Laker. He's inconsistent. He's doesn't have the role. You know, people are talking about THT potentially. Um, again, a young guy, and the depth just it isn't with Marcus Saul still being out and not even playing that well. It, just the depth isn't that good. I mean, we just we look at it. So you look the starting five tonight was, oh gosh. I wasn't. I'm be honest. I totally wasn't paying attention when they announced the starting five. I believe it was Schroeder, KCP, Kuzma, Wesley Matthews, Trez, or was it Keefe? One of the two. Um, I, I wish I could look at that on Basketball Reference, but I can't since the game's actually going on. I probably could look on ESPN, but that's not a fantastic starting lineup. And then on the bench, you know, you have Caruso, um, THT, either Trez or Markieff, and that's kind of it. After that, it falls with Gasol out. It falls all the way to. Um, what, uh, Damian Jones, I forgot his name for a second. I was about to say, what's his name? Um, that's not great. That's not a great outlook for the team. And they're not, we'll see, maybe they prove us wrong, but I just don't see the Lakers winning that many basketball games without LeBron James out there. I really don't. Yeah. The bench has done well in previous games to kind of win the game for the Lakers down the stretch, but it, that's different with LeBron. You know, LeBron opens things up for everyone. So we look a six week timetable. He injured it on March 20th, 2021. That would put him to return, I believe it was April 30th. Now, April 30th, they have a game. So, we'll just we'll include that game in not playing. So, that'll be six weeks exactly. So, six weeks, doesn't play that game. Maybe comes back at home against the Raptors May 2nd. Just to, you know, and for a back-to-back. It might not be May 6th until they play the Clippers. You know, because they have a back-to-back on the 2nd and the 3rd. And they have three and four. Three and four days with the Kings, Raptors, Nuggets. You know what? I'm going to stretch it back a little bit. I'm going to say... My prediction, and I could be wrong, is LeBron will not play again until May 6th. Guys, I'm going on a vacation end of April. I think it ends on May 6th. That's crazy to think about. Um, May 6th, 2021, against the Los Angeles Clippers, he might return. In that span, we have 1, 2, th- so we have 1, 3, 5, 7, 9, 11, I know this is a weird way to count, 13, 15, 17, 19, 21, 22, 23 games including tonight's game against the Phoenix Suns, that you already know the results of. They very well could have won the game. Uh, the, right now it's 24-28. 23 games. That's almost a third of the season. That is a third of the season, really. I mean, that's just under a third of the season with uh, it being a 72-game season. That's a lot of games to miss. That's a significant amount of time. And you look at it, and like you look at who they play. So we'll just run through it. And I'm just going to way too quick predictions on how the game's going to go. And I'm going to try to be fair. I'm going to try to be objective tonight against the Suns. Um, the Lakers actually look pretty good to start off the game. I'm not going to lie. I, I just don't expect them to beat them down the stretch. I could be wrong. I'm just going to say an L Pelicans. <laughs> again, the Pelicans aren't playing well, but that's another tough team because they at least have some star power. We'll just say the Lakers win just for argument's sake. They'll win one of the next two between the Suns and the Pelicans. So that's one in one Sixers. No Joel Embiid. I still think the Sixers are the better basketball team without LeBron and AD, of course, That's one and two Cavaliers. That should be a win two and two magic. That should be a win three and two. They got the bucks. I I don't see that them winning that game three and three Kings. That's probably a W so Kings Raptors. I'll say they split those because they play the Raptors two games after that. That's four and four Clippers. I don't think they beat the Clippers without LeBron and Anthony Davis. I just don't. That's four and five. You have the heat nets and Knicks four and five they're on the road for the Heat. They're on the road for the Nets. They're on the road for the Knicks. I think they win one game at best of those three, if I'm being honest. So that's what, five and seven. Hornets without LaMelo ball. It was announced today he's going to probably miss the rest of the season with fractured wrist. Um, I really like the Hornets, but I, I, no LaMelo. That's going to be tough. So we're at what, five and seven? So that's six and seven against the Hornets. Celtics, they're kind of sputtering, uh, sputtering, <laughs> sputtering. They're kind of sputtering a little bit, but again they still have the star power and whatnot we'll give them the w there 6 and 8 jazz 6 two against the jags the jazz um i think that's two losses so we're looking at 6 and 10 Maver- two against the mavericks i think best case they split those 7 and 11 magic will give them another win 8 and 11 wizards will give them a win 9 and 11 kings i'll give a loss i think between the magic the wizards and the kings they'll lose one of those 9 9 and 12 raptors <sighs> 9 and 2 Raptors Nuggets. Best case scenario they split those. So we're looking at 10 and 13 anywhere from about 8 and 15 to 10 and 13 they're going to go. I think that's not great. 8 and 15 they would be 36 and 29. 36 I I got to do quick math right here. Okay, so let's go let's go over to Google. You guys are going to get some inside baseball here. So, I said 36 and 29. So, that would be 36 plus 29 is, this is just great radio. 55. 36 divided by 55. That is a winning percentage. That can't be right. That can't be right. It's 65 games. Not 55. 36 plus 29 (laughs) is 65. Someone's probably... Um, probably at home, like, uh, he's totally getting this wrong. 36 divided by 65, 55% winning percentage. And that only gives LeBron seven games to get into playoff shape. That's another reason why it's worrying. That's worrisome, but I'll get to that in a second. Um, so that's a winning percentage of 0.554. And if we go over to the NBA standings 0.554, that would be good enough for the eighth seed in the Western conference as it stands right now. They'd be worse than the Spurs, the Nuggets, the Blazers, the Clippers, the Suns, and the Jazz. They would actually be the seventh seed because they would go down to seven and the Mavericks would still be eight. So it'd be the seventh seed. That's not good. That's troublesome. And then you're looking at having to play the Jazz, the Suns, or the Clippers in the first round of the playoffs. You don't want to do that. You don't. I mean, they don't want to see the Lakers in the first round either. But that's the last thing the Lakers need to be the the a top seed and get to play the Spurs or the Mavericks or the Warriors or the Grizzlies or whoever else, um, especially with the the play in this season play in NBA 2021 is the seventh seed included in that. I, I this is, again, terrible radio, and I probably should know these things ahead of time. It, it was wonky last year. They did the, the seventh and eight or it was eight and nine played each other. Um. So, at the conclusion of the regular season, the team with the 7th highest winning percentage in each conference will host the team with the 8th highest winning percentage in its conference in a playing game, the 7-8 game. The winner of the 7-8 game in each conference will be the 7th seed. So, they will have to play a game against the Dallas Mavericks just to be the 7th seed. And if they lose that, they have to play the winner of the 9-10 game. So if they lose that, they would have to then play the winner of the Warriors Grizzlies as it is right now. Obviously, it could change. And then have to beat them to be the eighth seed and take on the Jazz in the first round. That's troublesome. That's really troublesome. Falling down the the standings like that is the last thing the Lakers need, especially with this play. Anything can happen, guys. I know it's LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but even if they're both – let's just say they're both healthy and they both return. Obviously, they're going to be favored in both of those games. But anything can happen in one game. They could lose to the Mavericks and then lose to a team like the Warriors if they just get hot from beyond the arc. It's absolutely possible. And that's scary. So just falling in the standings alone is a reason to worry. Um, again, and this comes coming from the guy that's been telling everyone not to worry. To just, when they lose these ugly games, don't worry at all. And the other reason, of course, as I alluded to, is they're not going to get to ramp up. Anthony Davis's return time. Again, so I'm assuming all those games Anthony Davis was not playing um, he could return, uh, before that. So on March 1st, Vogel said he was going to return four weeks from now. So that helps a lot. And I probably should have, you know, started with that. And maybe that changes the winning percentage a little bit. It will not, maybe it does, but I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of pessimistic. I mean, you know, it it's so this, um, on this report is he would get to play about 16 games before the postseason based on his latest uh, return time. So that's nine, those last nine games he would be there. So maybe they're four games better than I gave them, but that's still not great. And B, you're giving to Anthony Davis, at most, if everything goes as planned, around 16 games to get into playoff shape. You're giving LeBron around seven games, based on my estimation, to get into playoff shape. And they could fall down the standings, have to play one of these tough teams, you know, in the first round and then not get the chance to ramp up. And I, I've talked about it with the Clippers all the time last year It's because, you know, I had Clippers fans in my life and on Twitter and stuff talking about, you know, who's going to stop Kawhi and Paul George, uh, shout out Joey Lynn. He's a really good guy. I've worked with him. I big Clippers fan always tweets a bunch of stuff. Um, but he would always say stuff like that. And I'd always tease him like, dude, you're going to look bad if they don't win. Um, you know, cause I, re- I respect Joey and I respect his opinion, of course. Um, They didn't play together last year, the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And it kind of showed, well, the whole team as a collective, they didn't play enough together last year. And then you had the hiatus, which also didn't help them, obviously. And then we saw it in the playoffs. You know, the chemistry just wasn't there. The coaching wasn't good, but the chemistry wasn't there. The rotations, Doc Rivers didn't have a feel for his rotations because he never had a, a, you know, the actual set rotation to kind of play off of. And that could be the Lakers problem. Obviously, LeBron and Anthony Davis have a whole season together. But this is still a kind of a new look team, guys. This is LeBron, AD, KCP, Caruso. And that's it. Am I missing someone really obvious? Those are the four role players. And Markeith, I guess, if you want to count Markeith. But that's such a small role. Those are the guys from last year's team. You have new guys like Schroeder, Harrell, Gasol. Oh, Kuzma too. Duh, sorry. So that's, I'll say five because Kuzma, Markeith might not even play in the playoffs. But you still have Schroeder. You have Harrell, you have Wesley Matthews, you have Marcus Saul. Four of your eight most important players, you know, haven't really gotten enough time to play next to both LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And in the playoffs, there might be. You know, Vogel has kind of struggled with rotations at point this at points this season for that reason because he's trying to figure things out for later in the year. And you know, I know my colleague here at Lakeshore Life, uh, Ron Eggers, uh, he's kind of critiqued Vogel a lot about his rotations. I think the critiques are absolutely justified but there's a reason like I would rather Vogel try some things now and them not work and get a feel for the rotation because like the Clippers, they didn't get that chance to try things in the regular season. What didn't work playing Reggie Jackson, and Lou Williams together against uh, the Dallas Mavericks and then the Denver Nuggets. Like they didn't get the chance to do that enough in the regular season to see how bad it was. Um, The Lakers might not get that chance. And not only that, their stars might not get the chance to ramp up. LeBron's 36. I I don't want to say this and I'm going to knock on wood, but you know, all it takes is a dumb injury like this like there is i almost feel sad saying it but there's no guarantee i'm i'm again i'm not saying that this is going to happen you know i'm not i'm not going to commit to eating crow on this if lebron comes back and he's lebron james still i just want to say there's no guarantee that when he returns he's going to be the same guy this year he's old he's never been hurt like this he's going to have to ramp up into his playoff mode quickly after, you know, a big workload last year, taking time off, going to the playoffs, like going to the bubble, going to the playoffs, going to the finals, short off season, ramping up this year, big workload, wasn't supposed to be this way, 80s out, huge workload, tweaks his ankle, high ankle sprain, probably the most significant injury of his career, he had his groin, but I think that one wasn't, he wouldn't have missed as much time if the Lakers were actually good that year, 2018. There's no guarantee that LeBron is the same LeBron James and they need the same LeBron James if they're going to get past a team like the Brooklyn Nets, if they even get there, you know, like a team like the Utah Jazz, like a team like the Los Angeles Clippers, like a team like the Phoenix Suns. AD, Achilles injuries are very scary, very, very scary, and they have to be cautious. And, you know, it's not a tear or anything, so his athleticism is not going to be gone when he returns. Excuse me. But, again, he could be a step slow, and he might need some time to get into shape. We see it all these times when these athletes return from these injuries. Like, it takes them a little bit to get it, you know, reacclimated and to kind of get back in the flow of things. And I I think the Lakers, they will be back. They should be back. But they might not have enough time to get that momentum. And if they fall down the standings like they might, like they could, it's going to get really bad. Because if you have to play the Jazz, the Clippers, or the Suns in the first round, and LeBron's only 80% and AD's only 80%, I don't think that's enough. I love the depth on this team. But I don't think that that's enough. They don't have enough scores around those two. Trez is great, but he's great inside. And you could take that away in the playoffs. It's different in a seven-game series when you're seeing a team game in and game out. And the Utah Jazz can take that away from Harrell. Um, Schroeder is inconsistent. They don't have a consistent three-point shooter. That's a problem. KCP is their best shooter. And he'll either go one of five or four of five. And it averages out to a pretty good percentage. But that's, you know, what he does. So you might get a good KCP night, but you also might get where he breaks everything. I know this isn't a shooting team, but they need that. And for the first time all season, and again, throw this back in my face if you need to. I will eat it. I'll eat it like the crow that I'll also have to eat. For the first time all season, I'm legitimately worried about the Los Angeles Lakers' chances to win the NBA title. Legitimately worried. Where if I'm looking at it in an objective lens, because that's what I do, I have to do, you know, with my job and whatnot, obviously I'm going to be optimistic where I can. Objectively, I'd probably pick three teams to be, based on these these signs that I'm worried about personally, I'd probably pick three teams I think have a better chance of winning the finals than the Lakers. And I know that's when you click off this podcast if you're still listening and you never listen to it again, so you didn't even hear this. If you did, thank you. I just, you look at the Jazz. They are playing fantastic basketball, and I've been a doubter of the Jazz. You could go back. I wrote an article about why the Jazz are no threat, and they just keep proving me wrong. And I think I am wrong. Um, I think I was very wrong about them. I think they're legit. Um, I, I I do. I, after seeing how the Heat kind of went on a run last year, I, I don't know if they could beat If the Lakers were full strength and they weren't hurt, I think the Lakers still go through them. Um, But there's only a select teams that could do that, I think. I think the Lakers, I think the Nets, maybe the Sixers, if Joel is playing at MVP level. Maybe the Clippers, too, because they're star power. Even then, I don't love that, though. But the the Jazz, the Nets, you know, star power wins championships. And I feel like this is going to be a case, honestly, where we look back, the Nets are going to win the title. And we all just look back and it's like, well, you know, like everyone said there's only one ball. They have two of the ten best players in the league. And then they have the third guy is in top 15, top 12, Kyrie Irving. They're getting some depth with Blake, Blake Griffin. And, you know, their depth is still not great, but Joe Harris is a really good piece. DeAndre, They have, you know, good enough guys. And I think it's going to be where it's like we all – the finals happen and we're all just like, oh, yeah, star power wins titles. We were overthinking this. Of course they were going to win the title. And I also like the Sixers. I like I like the Sixers a lot. I think the Sixers are going to give them – that's going to be a really fun Eastern Conference finals. And I think it's going to be a fun playoffs because if the Lakers do get enough time to kind of set that runway and get hot, the, the Western Conference better watch out in those top three seeds if the Lakers are all the way down there. Like, they're, that's the team they're not going to want to play in the first round. And they, the Lakers could be the team that, you know, they're going to have to play them eventually anyways. Um, but my big concern is having to play them in round one with such a small runway ahead of it for LeBron and Anthony Davis to get up to speed. That's the problem I'm worried about. And kind of get into bat playoff basketball form, you know. So, I don't know. I'm worried. I like the Nets, the Sixers, and the Jazz over the Lakers right now. The Clippers, I've always been a little bit of a Clippers doubter. Um, I like their chances, but it's one of those things. They just have to do it. You know, like I, on paper, I like their chances. I should say, but they just have to do it. They always choke. Um, I'm worried about the Lakers. I really am. (sighs) Let me know. Let me know if you're worried about the Lakers. Let me know if I'm overreacting. Um, usually I try to have a level head and kind of help you guys, the listeners, the Laker fans keep from overreacting. Um, like I may or may not be right now. Let me know if you think I'm overreacting. Uh, let me know over on Apple Podcasts. Again, leave a review. It helps us out so much. Like, you don't even understand how much it helps us out. Um, and I hate to, you know, beat a dead horse. But, you know, it helps us out. So if you can, that would be awesome. If not, no worries. Um, let, let us know there. Again, on Twitter. Uh, let us know on the website. Am I overreacting? Am I justified? Are you worried about the Los Angeles Lakers moving forward? Are you worried about LeBron, how he's going to return? Um, is he going to be the same guy? Also let me know who do you think the MVP favorite is now? It's such it's wide open now. I think it's Jokic, but there's there's other options. It could be someone else. Do you think is it going to be Luka? Do you think someone else like Giannis, you know, they're quietly going on a run, James Harden, um he's playing fantastic basketball. Let me know who you think is the MVP front runner. I I don't think LeBron can win if he misses 20 plus games. Not I I know he can't win, you know, unless Jokic also gets hurt, and then you have Embiid, LeBron, and Jokic all hurt, and it's like, okay, well, it balances out, but that's not going to happen. And if so, then it might just go to Luka. Let me know who you think the MVP is. Let me know if you think I'm overreacting about the Los Angeles Lakers. I'll come back at you guys later this week with a guest, hopefully, if I don't get ghosted. In the meantime, enjoy your weeks, y'all. Happy Monday, even though I'm going to post this Sunday night, but happy Monday, and go Lakers.